Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball time, turn on the fan. JD's coming on, he's a baseball man. I gotta get the scoop before I drive home from the kid from Queens calling Arlington home. Car pulls up, who can it be? A fresh El Camino, it's Shiraz Raymond. And he started to say, It's all about making that kick ass tray. Cause the boys in the front office are always hard. Come talking that trash and they'll pull your car. Knowing nothing in life but to be legit. Don't quote me, skin, I ain't said spit. The John Daniels Show is brought to you by Evan Williams Bourbon and BMW, the ultimate driving machine. All right, joining us right now on the BuyerSafety.com hotline is our buddy John Daniels. Now, we normally do this on Monday, but we're doing it on Wednesday, John, because of circumstances that uh, obviously were very tough on everybody as news came down uh, Monday afternoon that, that Tyler Skaggs of the Angels had passed away. The Angels had come into town. They were beginning to start a series with you and with you guys. And obviously, there's so much emotion, and it's such a heavy situation. It affects both teams. It affects fan bases and so many people. So uh, I think where I'd like to start with this is just kind of how something like this, when it does happen, what do you guys do? You know, how are the decisions made that impact when you play and when you don't play? What what happens in something like this? Sure. Well. Um, I think first off, you there is no um, kind of true protocol or or handbook, and no real training on it. Um, I think ultimately you do both individually and as an organization, ultimately the league, you, you just do it kind of what's right and right by uh, first off, like the, the family, and then the you know the extended family, the organization, the people that that know the player. Um, and so that's really what happened. We got a call from Major League Baseball uh, in the afternoon of Monday, probably around two thirty or so. I happened to be sitting down there with Woody, and you know, we didn't really have any details. They didn't have much information at the time, but they told us the news and just that uh, the Angels were were going to look to postpone the game, and if we were okay with that, and obviously our, you know, we just said yes, absolutely. We kind of gave ownership a heads up, and then. You know, we just wanted to do whatever we could to to make it as easy on on uh, the angels and people around um, the Skaggs family as we could. And um, so, for the short term, that was just you know making sure they had whatever they needed here locally, whatever support we could provide them, uh, both at the ballpark and then in the community. And then, uh, you know, the only uh, kind of uh, one of the only one of the the more uneasy parts was just. You know, we had this information, and yet uh, they weren't ready. They had to contact uh, the family and other people, and they get their statement ready. And so, you know, we probably knew about it for an hour or so before we could say anything because we, you know, it wasn't something. It wasn't our news to break. It wasn't something that we wanted to to be out there on. We wanted to just accommodate them as best we could. And so, there was a little bit. You know, we had to kind of feign going about our business. Um, you know, and and then. 
you know, where the media was in the clubhouse and some of those things where it felt, it felt a little awkward, but it was the right thing to do because, you know, again, we, we didn't want it to, to be coming out from anybody, but the right people at the right time. It's so, um, it's just such a bizarre situation aside from the tragedy because, you know, it obviously impacts you guys. It impacts you guys emotionally. It impacts you a lot of different ways. The impact it's going to have on the guys that you're playing is going to be all season long. I mean, it's going to be, it, you just don't know until you're in something like that. I can't imagine, you know, how you compartmentalize and then go and compete and do those things. But when you're, when you're on the other side, like you guys were, and you're impacted emotionally, but then you're trying to figure out what to do next, how do you guys let your team know what has happened, what's going to take place? How, how did you guys choose to do that? Um, so we had uh, uh, Woody pulled the team together. Uh, we cleared the clubhouse and the media and um, announced the team meeting. Uh, that was probably about, I don't know, an, an hour, 15, an hour and a half after we'd originally heard. And, uh, and you know, Woody pulled the team together and, uh, and, and let them know uh, kind of what we knew. And uh, on top of it, you know, to you know, invited them to kind of reach out to to their angels counterparts and, you know, that we were going to do whatever we could organizationally, but certainly encourage them to do whatever they could individually. And, um, and we were canceling, you know, the rest of the day, uh, you know, there wasn't going to be any BP or on field work and encourage everybody to go home and be with their families. And, and then, um, uh, you know, the next day there was, you know, everybody kind of got together again after BP just kind of check in. We had our, our, uh, uh, you know, team chaplain was around and, and, um, you know, you saw some guys kind of providing support to each other. Uh, we have a few players that, that knew Tyler personally, Jesse Chavez was, uh, was a teammate of his. And, mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, that, that was really, a, we let them know and then just tried to, to uh, provide any sort of support that they may need. So John, before the show, we were kind of just getting ready and we were talking sports and, and goofing off and about to go in there and skin goes, Oh no, Matt Bush is, uh, uh, going to need Tommy John. That kind of yeah. came out of nowhere. He was in double A. Seemed like he was progressing pretty nicely, and uh, another setback for him. Yeah, I mean that, that was a that was a real uh, blow. Negative news for us yesterday. He had um, he'd been doing really really well uh, coming back, and uh, you know he what had happened was he had a partial tear of his ligament last year, and. For a variety of factors, he was a good candidate to, to try what they call an internal brace, which is basically they repair the current ligament rather than replace it, and it cuts the the uh, if it's successful, it cuts the uh, the recovery time you know pretty close to in half. And he was doing great; uh, had no signs of any issues. Uh, was was kind of mowing him down, and and quite frankly, we were thinking about bringing him up, you know, probably soon after the All Star break, and. Uh, he apparently started feeling a little bit of stiffness here the last week or 10 days. And then um, two days ago, I guess he woke up and was just, it was really stiff and kind of locked up on him. Got an MRI yesterday, came in and, and Dr. Meister met with him. And, and unfortunately the, the MRI showed a, a pretty complete tear of the ligament. And so you know, it's, it's to, to the degree where there's really no rehab option. Um, you know, he can determine whether or not he wants to have surgery and, and he has decided that he does. And, uh, I'll tell you what, I was really blown away by his reaction to it. Um, you know, it's tough news to, to see somebody get. Uh, and he had, 
you know, he even said, he, first of all, he said, I spent a couple of days in Frisco with Hunter Pence, and he said Hunter really helped him with his mindset and being positive. But he said, listen, because I've been through a lot worse, and obviously, he's, you know, he's had some difficulties in his life, spent some time in, in jail, and and, uh, and then he had, you know, he said, he said, with the Tyler Skagg news, he was really brings perspective. He's like, you know, I, I can get through this. So, you know, we'll certainly look to support him. Um, you know, it's a challenging road, challenging rehab, but uh, he's he's looking forward to getting after it. And you mentioned Hunter Pence there. What's the latest you can give us on him? And I did see the news that he won't be playing in the All-Star game. Yeah, I mean, this is one that's like right on the line. You know, he he, uh, he, he ran when we were in Tampa and felt good, and then he got out in a rehab assignment on his last at bat. It kind of, the, the, the groin kind of, um, gave him a little shock and um, he got an MRI and unfortunately there was no additional damage. You know, he didn't, he didn't further in the injury, but it showed it was probably about 80 or, or so percent healed, but there's still that last little bit. And that was just kind of the body's way of telling him, Hey, we're not hundred percent yet. And you know, Hunter, he's going to go all out when he's out there. So uh, just in talking to him, talking to Woody, you know, we all kind of agreed like it, it Probably was pushing it a little quickly to to go out and play in the in the uh, uh, All Star game. And Hunter said that you know he his entire focus is as much as he wants to play in the game. He wants to you know go to the playoffs. And he wants to like do what he can with his teammates here. So uh, decided that he was going to you know step out of the game. He'll still go. He'll be honored. He'll represent the club. He'll take BP all that. Uh, and then we'll look when we get back against Houston. Um, you know, hopefully he'll be just about ready to go out on a rehab assignment then. John Daniels joining us on the Ben and Skin Show here. So I, not that I think there's any one way to characterize this, but I'd love to hear the way you characterize it. Because if you go out this time of year and read articles in The Athletic or whatever, it's here's the buyers and here's the sellers. And, of course, you guys are right there in the wild card chase and people are talking about you. But the way that they're talking about you is the, the Rangers will figure out what they need to do in the next two and a half weeks because the schedule gets really tough with these games against the Twins and the Astros and et cetera and et cetera. Is that accurate, or do you feel like you know what your team is at this point and you guys know what you need to do either one way or the other, and the next two or three weeks doesn't have an impact on that? It's probably in between. I mean, I mean the, the next two or three weeks do have an impact, but it's as much as it is about how the team plays and, and our record in those games, and it's going to be a challenge. we got you know some of the best in the league to go up against. Minnesota, Houston, uh, we got Oakland, we got... Uh, you know, just about everybody. And we haven't played the Yankees yet. And we get, you know, some of the best in the AL. Um, but as much as it is that, it's, it's more about the opportunities, right? I mean, it, I don't think this is like a situation where we're, you know, it's it's traditional buy-sell and you're only going to do one or the other. I think, you know, we're going to look to, to get better. And that both mean, that means this year, but as well as like looking forward. And there might be opportunities. I would look at like, I'm not suggesting we do the same thing, but like what, what Tampa Bay did last year and, you know, everybody at the time, the story was that they traded Chris Archer. Well, you know, well, yes, they did, but they got Glass now and Meadows and Baz, and they traded for a Tommy Pham. And, you know, I mean, they're huge contributors to their club, and, and they're rolling, and they're one of the great teams in the league right now. So I, I think there's a lot of different things out there. we, we got to explore all of them, and, and that'll determine which way we go as much or more than, you know, a, a winning streak or a losing streak here or there. So the the Mavericks just signed a guy named Boban, and he's the tallest guy in the NBA. And it had me thinking, JD, and at least in your tenure here, who is the tallest Ranger that you've had? And my guess is Cameron Lowe. I, 
think it was actually Chris Young. Ah. I think it was Chris Young uh, who, uh, uh, well, I'll blame it on, I think Thad might have traded him back in like 06. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you never trust Thad. He, was, he always did stuff like that. Thad loved um, Adam Eaton. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, he, just, he couldn't get enough of him. He tried to talk him out of it. Wouldn't, wouldn't listen. Um, yeah, we, we traded CY and, uh, but yes, I mean, he was quite literally a, you know, an NBA prospect. In fact, the Sacramento Kings had, I think in 04, had offered him a three-year deal and we ended up extending him, uh, when he was a rookie, um, just to keep him from playing in the NBA. And, uh, and now he's working for Major League Baseball. So it certainly worked out. And uh, also, I mean, you did mention Minnesota earlier, and you just mentioned Thad. A big series in Minnesota over the weekend. Now, does Thad put you like in the presidential suite? Does he treat you well, or, <laughs> or, or are you in just some corner? How does that work out? You know, I'm embarrassed to say that, that uh, this is his third year in Minnesota, and, I've, and I'm not going to make it up this weekend. I, I've yet to make it up. Uh, what a slight. Always... What are we doing here, John? That's a bad job on my part. Uh, <laughs> You no, know, just I, I got the kind of some weekend plans with the family and, and look, take advantage of that. So I would I would love to go up there and, and see him and definitely need to make a point to do that. Hey, man, we uh, really appreciate, uh, you know, you jumping on this week. You guys had a lot going on over there and it was very heavy, uh, but we appreciate you being on today. And uh, hopefully you can enjoy the holiday weekend with the family. All right, guys. Thanks as always. There he goes. John Daniels uh, every week here on the Ben and Skin Show 1053 The Fan. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 